0: Get, get, get. get over here. Do a barrel. Roll.
1: Waluigi. I'm a chukabo. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of a brand new exclusive content mini series 8 bits the start of a new series here we go it's happening we're launching into some brand new terrain here it's the first time we've ever talked about video games on this podcast channel ever never talked about video games before in any way that
0: I can think of Uh, yeah no I, I've I don't even know if I really know how to say the phrase Uh, video games Mm
1: video video games. I am Mike Burge, and I am joined today by my co-host on this lovely series Robert Anderson. Good to see you Mike. Good to see you Robert and uh, good to good to be listened to by all of you out there. Hi. We love it. Hope you're doing good. Uh, We're launching into a new series. Uh, This is going to be a lot of fun. We've been planning this one for a couple months now, and we are finally breaking into it. Uh, The basic pitch, uh, which me and Robbie have never articulated in front of anyone else, (laughs) uh, let alone uh, live on mic as we're recording. Um, And so uh, I'll start off, and Robbie, uh, correct me if I am wrong or jump on in at any time. Um, Mm -hmm. The basic pitch of this is that we have picked eight uh movies that are based on video games of uh varying degrees of popularity uh in an attempt to kind of talk about how video games are adapted into movies uh to varying degrees of success uh normally to uh not that good success uh as the as the 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 legendary mythos goes that no video game adaptation is good. Uh, we've picked eight that uh, we're, we're looking to just kind of, we're interested in talking about both the video games themselves and the films that they spawned. And uh, we're going to be releasing, uh, you know, we picked eight. We're going to be covering them in uh, chronological release order. Um, just cause it made sense to start with this first one, which you already know what it is. If you clicked on it and uh, we're going to kind of go from there and kind of just go through um, video games being adapted into films or TV shows different mediums and uh, kind of talk about why yeah right
0: kind of yeah I think so I mean you know when this is this is us coming uh, hot off the, the heels of doing the John Carpenter podcast which if you haven't checked that out I recommend it um, and I think you know the pitch of the Carpenter cast was was showing me just how cool Carpenter is And with this podcast, I think what I would like to do is just maybe uncover why video game adaptations really don't work and the times when they do, why? Like I would really like by the end of this, you know, season of a podcast that we can kind of be like, well, this is where it usually goes wrong and this is when it can go right. And, you know, we have our secret list of what's coming and, uh, you know, most of it. Will not be so good, but there's, you know, a few on there where I'm like, you know, these, this is great, you know. So we shall see. I mean, this movie. I was going to say, yeah, not this great. movie. <laughs> you,
1: you had not seen this movie. We're talking I had not
0: seen this movie. Either. We're talking
1: about Super Mario Brothers, everybody. Not sure if Gross. you know. Um, Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Uh, what, Robbie, why don't you tell us a little bit about Super Mario Brothers, the Vigi game.
0: Well, Super Mario Brothers, the video game, um, first came out. Well, you know, originally it was Donkey Kong. That was the first iteration of Mario that we've ever seen. And he was
1: fighting.
0: Deep cut. You know, Mario's fighting DK. Uh, I don't even think Peach was called Peach. I forget what she was called. I don't think she was Daisy yet either, but I don't know. Um, I think even at that point we called Mario jump man cause he jumps, which is something he continues to do even today. Uh, um, but yeah, so like the, the Mario video games have been around for quite some time. Uh, nowadays they've kind of started to branch off into two directions, uh, where you have the side scrolling classic, uh, NES style of super Mario games. Uh, and that, and then you also have the 3d, uh, exploration platformer games as well. So, you know, your Mario 64s, Galaxy, Sunshine, Odyssey, but then you also have your uh, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers World, New Super Bro- Mario Brothers, Wii U. Uh, you know, they they you got a whole bunch of them. But um, stylistically seeing Mario nowadays, he kind of is more like, uh, the games tonally and aesthetically are maybe more emblematic of like Disney Pixar or like kind of like that vibe. They're very like, you know, they're kid friendly games, but like mechanically playing them, there's a lot of depth to them, which is why people of like all ages can really enjoy them. They don't feel too easy or too hard outside of a few exceptions here and there. Um and a lot of you know, we've all kind of grown up with Mario. Uh Mario's older than me. <laughs> so he's he's been around my whole life. Uh I'm a big fan of the games. I'm more of a 3D Mario person. I like the, the Mario sixty four, the Sunshines, the Odyssey, the Galaxy, I think. If I were to choose a favorite, I really like Mario Odyssey, which is like the newest one. Uh, so that's really good. But yeah, so that's uh, that's what I got. So then watching this movie, it was just like, what the fuck's going on here?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the movie, uh, made in 1993, uh, technically directed by Annabelle Jenkel and Rocky Morton. Um, married couple married couple probably not yeah. married anymore but maybe they are That'd be nice. um, that would be nice um who knows um yeah this movie is uh it's got a lot of baggage to it uh, a lot of people talk yeah. about super mario brothers as being like you know just like one of the the worst movies ever made type thing and honestly i got to tell you i don't get it why it's
0: one of the worst yeah yeah, I don't think I don't think it's one of the worst movies ever no, made. I
1: think that there's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. That is uh kinda cool. Um it's not a good movie. This is not gonna be one of those no. Mike Burge takes where he I, I try to uh convince, convince. <laughs> you, you know, that, that that you know, the philosophical reasonings as to why Michael Fassbender is playing the flute with his brother what that actually means should not be scoffed, at. Yeah, not you know. be scoffed yeah. at no i mean no. you can <laughs> tee hee hee at it just like oh it's like he's jerking himself off isn't that funny it's like no that's the point that's what they philosophically yeah. mean And it's like oh yeah but i know jerk it off right and i can be like no but like that's the philosophical point and they're just like
0: <laughs> jerk it off right
1: you know i'm not gonna try and do any of that stuff um
0: you're not gonna jerk off
1: Call I'm not gonna. I'm not right? gonna jerk. I'm not gonna jerk you off. I'm not gonna jerk this movie off. I'll tell you that it doesn't deserve. No, it.
0: I'm definitely not jerking this movie. <laughs> um,
1: it's uh, it's one of those interesting things where it's this movie kind of laid the groundwork for all of the stuff that's bad with video game adaptations and all of the stuff that's right with it. It makes it makes all the mistakes that we see happen time and time again, especially in these earlier ones that we're going to be talking about in the near future. But it also does some of the stuff that nowadays, when people do it to video, when directors and filmmakers do it to video games, it's kind of applauded. And what I mean by that is, is uh, I mean, me and you are currently, at the time of this recording, working on a video that is delving into... Um,
0: Fan service.
1: The idea of fan service and like what it means. And one of those categories that we have in there is the idea of remixing. Um, And in it, we very briefly are kind of talking about The idea of kind of taking elements from a notable source, uh, something that is a piece of media that people really like, and you just kind of twist it to like make it either make sense for the media, make it make sense for the time, or just generally make it make sense. And this movie does a lot of that stuff with the stuff that doesn't really make sense in Super Mario Brothers. There's no story in Super Mario Brothers to really latch onto, especially at the time that this movie came out. Like at at, at the time of nineteen ninety three, I believe that the only Super Mario games that were out were One, Two and Three, uh and Super Mario World. Uh and like, you know, the weird, like, you know, Doctor Mario and uh, you know. Sure, the random th- Those offshoots. weird random yeah. offshoot ones for like Game Boy and stuff, but like those main three were really the only ones, so they really only had so much to go off of, and it really does yeah. seem like they kind of try to focus in on the aesthetics of the first one.
0: With, with I mean, like even... A,
1: mm-hmm. so, no, no, please.
0: Well, I was gonna say even even now, like there's not really like that much of a Mario mythos or universe. Like there, there is to some extent um, a little bit more than when it like you know when this movie came out that maybe they could be pulling from and and there actually there is an, a Mario movie that is in the works that's slated to come out in twenty twenty two it's going to be animated which is probably for the best um, but I mean at the time that this movie came out Mario if anything was only an aesthetic right like the Mario aesthetic was a vessel to make you engage with this game that uh had a really good gameplay um loop so to speak or you know the, the way you interacted with the game feels good you're jumping you're doing these things and what mario is is the code of paint that they put on your pixel to engage with this world that they're creating um so you know you give this concept to a screenwriter and you're like all right so make it a movie and they're doing the Best they can in this
1: movie. I, I mean, are yeah, no, I oh, well, I, I, sure, I, I, I mean, get, I guess they're I get, doing it in, in a way that's interesting. Listen, like, least. this is the thing that's so wild about it. There's a, there's a lot of escape from LA in this movie, sure. you know, and we <laughs> we really liked escape from LA's kind of nonsense, but yes. this movie is just like the idea of like was well, dinosaur planet, right? And it's like, okay, where'd you get that? And they're like, I don't know the island in Super Mario World is called Dinosaur Island, right? And it's like, yeah, I guess. Okay, and they're well, like, I mean, right, dinosaurs. Guess, and it's like,
0: you uh, know, Bowser's okay. dinosaur at the time, Koopa. He's dinosaur you know, he's, he's more yeah, like he's... a turtle.
1: Like, that's that's the yeah. whole thing. There's <laughs> turtles all over the place. But they don't want to make them bad turtles, I guess. I don't no. know. It, so it's you can see, like, all the little things that they're trying to do to, like, kind of add this extra... It's like, it's... The dinosaur alternate reality wasn't like their way in. It was like okay, Super Mario Brothers, but it's a dinosaur alternate reality. That's why the world exists. Okay, now let's try and make everything from Super Mario Brothers wrap around that. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. It wasn't like they're in their fix. Like the the thing that unlocks everything. They were just like. This is the way, like, where is this place? Where are they? Why are there pipes? Why does it look like that? Why are there these things? Why are they the only two people there? Yeah. So they're like, I don't know. They're in like a alternate reality. Perfect okay now let's make everything else match up to that like get the bullets in there get the little goombas in there get the get the hammer brothers in there get 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 uh, king koopa in there and the princesses and like all this different stuff and it's like watching it happen i watched this movie when i was a kid and i did you like it when you were a kid Probably, I really don't sure. have a, yeah. a a huge memory of it. Like while I was rewatching it for this, I was like, oh, right. Oh, right. I remember this. And yeah. the big problem with the movie is that it ends very unspectacularly. Uh, <laughs> so it's like constantly building up to all this stuff. There's a lot of aesthetics that I like in this movie that if it wasn't trying to be a, a Super Mario Brothers movie, I might be like, well, that's kind of interesting that they did that. You know, the logistics of everything don't make sense. But I don't really need that in a movie that's doing like such wild shit. Like, there's a whole scene in this movie that takes place in like a sh- like like a dance club that's like maybe a strip club. I think that that's what's supposed to be going on. They there. hired
0: they hired strippers to be in it. It's not there a strip club. There but- you go.
1: <laughs> like it looked. Well, I, I was yeah. feeding on that energy. Those strippers were giving off high yes. stripper energy because I was like, strip I feel energy. like everybody's yeah. gonna get naked. A About to take after
0: after the verge verge of taking their clothes off.
1: Like, there's weird Um, shit in this movie that's just kind of like, I can't help but be kind of intrigued by it. But at the same time, none of it links up to, like, formulate anything. Like, at least Escape from L.A. had a it had the escape from new york kind of narrative to just kind of map itself onto so you knew like what the story was what the stakes were and what's going on in this movie it's just mario and luigi are just like constantly learning new things about this place that don't do them any good they're just like yeah. learning things and then that doesn't help them do anything later it's just
0: like oh what if we just do this and oh what if we just do that it's a i feel a i weird feel like the it's is the weirdest movie. I, you know, I feel like the creators behind this film don't have a lot of confidence in like just what the game as a concept could be. So they have like their hands in it, and they're just like, "Well, how do we make this make sense on screen?" Exactly. And it's just like, "Sure," but like if you just had it be like Mario has to save the princess, Mario has to save the princess, and then you build everything else around that. It would be a movie that you could follow and understand. Well, they they subvert, and it could make sense. They subvert your expectations. They subvert your expectations I Luigi know, and has, has a fan. to save
1: the princess. Yeah, and Mario and is like not really in this movie. Right? No, and, and Mario <laughs> is just like Luigi's deadbeat dad. It's so weird. I'm like the whole time I'm watching.
0: I'm like, is he? They're brothers, right?
1: They're like essentially. I know, I know. they like adopted him, and that they're right, and right. they're brothers. Like he's his father figure, brother figure.
0: Yeah. But okay. So, uh, sure. Before sure, we yeah, go yeah, yeah. on,
1: my interaction with Super Mario Brothers, the Vigi games. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, the first game, is arguably my favorite game of all time. That is, I can play that game over and over again. I still have my original uh, NES, my original Nintendo Entertainment System, with yes. my original cartridge that still works. And I plug it in every now and then. And I will, I will rip through that fucking game. I'm very close to like getting up to like some of like the big world records on like running through it uh, constantly. I'm at, like last time I checked, I think I was at something like uh like twelve, thirteen minutes, and I think like the world record is like nine minutes. Like, I'm, I'm I'm doing all right.
0: That's pretty good. That's I like it a good. lot.
1: I love I love the. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this about you actually. I I, I love the I love the um you know, the side scroll repetitive nature of just like if you know exactly when to hit A, which is jump, and you know exactly when to hit it again and when to lean off the directional pad. Like, I love the simplicity of the old school controls and even just the controllers where it was just like you've got up, down, left, right A and B and that's it. And if you can learn how to utilize just those six different things that you can push in tandem with each other, that you can like Fucking wipe the floor with any game as long as you spend enough time with it. You know, it's the whole thing behind arcade games where it's like you got, you know, a joystick and two buttons and, and a quarter. It's, it's a dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, and it's all about learning the repetitive nature of the game system, of the game itself, and the different levels and how things change. That's why I'm a big fan of Donkey Kong and Pac-Man 2 in arcade games. It's like I've learned how to, like, fuck around with those things. But there's probably no game that I am as good at as Super Mario Brothers, the first one. Like, I feel like any random Joe Schmo walking through the door, picking up the controller after me, that I can wipe the fucking floor with him. Um, Can't really say that about any other video game, probably, because other video games I kind of just play for fun. That's the only one that I really play, like... Competitively, were you maybe ever... Killer Instinct? I'm real good with Killer Instinct.
0: Ah, another old school one. Have you so do? We, have you ever really fucked with like Chrono sixty four or like the three D Mario games? Yeah, I've played. I have
1: played all the way up to the um, what was the Mario game that ripped off the Mickey Mouse game on Wii, um, with the water?
0: Oh. Uh, well, if if you're thinking of Mario Sunshine, that came out before Epic Mickey. Well, so Epic Mickey so I got ripped it off. Wrong. There we go. It's the other way around. That yeah, was cause the last In Mario Sunshine, played. he's cleaning up the ink. I see. So Epic yeah. Mickey inked it all up. No. No? Because <laughs> Epic, Mi- Epic Mickey came out of probably, you know, four or five years after Mario Sunshine released.
1: Four or five years, you say? I
0: believe so. Damn. Check the tape. I'm going to check the tape on that one. Check the tape, bro. Um, Yeah, you know, the thing I really like about the 3D Mario games, and it it starts from Mario 64, uh, you know, I'm a little bit younger than you, so the N64 was kind of like my first console growing up. Uh, I have retroactively played a lot of, like, uh, NES games and SNES games. I really love, um, like, Super Metroid. It's, like, one of my favorite games ever. Um, Link to the Past. But again, again, like the 2D Mario game, I gotta, is just never I gotta, quite. I gotta stop you right there. Eight years, eight years apart. Damn. So there you go. Sorry, but <laughs> sorry about that, everybody. Wow, jeez, that's uh, a yeah. who. Epic Mickey is Whoa. certainly inspired by Mario Sunshine. Okay, like, without no, yeah, a doubt, you're yeah, right. Yeah,
1: I played so Epic, Epic Mickey, That link is correct. I played Epic Mickey, and I kind of liked it and I played Mario Sunshine and I was kind of like this is a lot like Epic Mickey I don't want to play this but uh didn't realize that they were almost a decade apart in reverse yeah. order
0: uh, Mario Sunshine I've come around on since they put it on the Switch and I was playing it but, so like that's that's
1: the last Mario game that I played like I, right. I obviously you know I, I let Mario 64 make sweet sweet love to me as a child yes um, I was underage I mean, mm-hmm. and I knew what I was doing <laughs> this is the whole thing you know this is yes. It is a fantastic game and it is, that's another interesting thing with this, with the fact that uh, there's like the, the, the ripple effect portals in this movie that came out before Super Mario 64, which utilizes ripple effect portals. That's
0: pretty fucking stupid. That's pretty wild. It's weird. I mean, the thing I really like about Mario 64 that this movie has no interest in doing, which I think is so crazy. And like the thing about Mario 64 that like, you know, kind of blew my mind as a kid and made me love video games even more and then later was capitalized on by like Legend of Zelda is just like in Mario 64 you're going to all these different worlds and you're like this place is amazing how do I figure it out you know and it's this is like crazy jungle gym playground that you get to interact with and like you're like what's the next world gonna look like what's the next world gonna look like three water levels in a row yeah All right, let's see what's after that, (laughs) That, you know? I I feel like the secret to
1: Mario 64's success is, you know, the game may start out with him saying, it's a me. But the thing that makes that game really special is that it's a you. It's a you. In these games, like being able to kind of turn around 360, and that's the first time you were really able to do that.
0: Yeah, and the thing about in, in all the Mario games across the board is that he's like, you know, he's chubby, but very athletic, which is not the case in this movie with our with our hero with our Mario. No, Bob Hoskins is uh, you know he's he's pulling down some stunts in this, but
1: he's not he's, he's not necessarily things. agile.
0: Yeah, I mean I know he broke his finger, so he's doing some stuff. Do you um, know how he broke his finger? In the van
1: scene, right? Yeah. I, I also
0: know that they were they're fucking wasted the whole movie. That's
1: right? the, we're gonna get into this. Okay, they're, they're, <laughs> Look for all of the reasons that this movie doesn't work. That also tack onto reasons that other future video game adaptations do not work. Um, this one has some some bullshit going on that yeah. is hilarious. I did not know most of the stuff that I read and learned. I know. I wish I watched it with some of the stuff in mind. I man. wish too, because I, oh. I, I I had known that it was like a troubled thing. I knew that it yeah. had like essentially like five or six different like writers working on it at different stages without people, like, knowing about things and, you know, actors not having, like, their lines until, like, moments before they are about to perform them on set, like, that kind of stuff. Crazy rewrites. But Mm -hmm. I didn't know about, like, you know, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo essentially had a pact where they were just, like, wasted all the fucking time and didn't give a shit about anything, essentially trying to get fired.
0: Yeah. I mean, can't blame them. I mean, it it seems like the movie just had, like, one of the worst weirdest shoots ever because apparently like the the couple that was directing were at odds with each other during the entire production and they were not like they would change decisions and not inform each other or the crew and then there would be like day like on set rewrites to the point where um john leguizamo and um so what's his name again uh bob hoskins bob hoskins buddy. put some fucking um, respect in that
1: mouth. that's bob hoskins no, that's no, I got roger you. rabbit Calm the fuck you. down over there. Just I got you. I got you. you. I gotta tell you, <laughs> you are uh, yeah. you, you're very nice in person when we're recording these podcasts. But ever since we started doing this virtually, you know, you you step to me sometimes, and you I step to you. You I would to never. me. I
0: would never of all
1: people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The man
0: who's, do, who's done so much to me, I would never step to, but
1: I also did a step to you about video games, which I need to remember not do that at all. like you cannot step to me about you can as I know when epic
0: Mickey and Sunshine came out Well, it's, it's an easy it's an easy to mistake. you also have you've been a lapsed Nintendo. Uh, console owner. I have vinyl.
1: not messed around with yeah. Nintendo since like ooh, the first like maybe two years that Wii was going on or something like that. I yeah, don't know. yeah. I
0: right. mean that's that's those are the dark days when the Wii when you were out. It was just like everyone like had a Wii and they were like, I guess we're not really gonna put games out on this thing. Even yeah. though Mario Galaxy supremely slaps. Mario that Galaxy was that was the rocks. one that I was yeah. going
1: to try to get and I didn't get it because I just sold my Wii to make rent because I was like, yeah. fuck this shit. Because it was yeah. still in that phase where I could sell the Wii for like close to how much it was brand. new. You could get new. some money. You, know, you could yeah. get some cash for it.
0: Yeah, I mean the Wii, I you know, the, the Wii as a console, I know some people have fond memories of what it. What is it? I what, think what, overall I had a bad first party lineup. What's the Nintendo console now? The Snitch? What is it? Oh the Switch, baby. The Switch is the return, my hmm. man. The Switch is good. I'll, I love the Switch. I'll wait for the next generation. The switch. The Switch 2. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just put uh they just had a port of uh, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy on mm. Switch. So I was hitting those.
1: I'm a basic so bitch great. when
0: it comes to video games. You know this about me, but yeah. the listeners probably
1: don't. Is like I'm I'm very basic with video games. I don't like online playing. I don't like uh, d- DLCs. Uh, I like I like to buy a game and I put it in and I play it every now and then and I get a oh. nice story out of it and like you like you that. like Left
0: Behind you like Last of Us Left Behind that's DLC but, but
1: Last of Us Left Behind is the type of DLC that I like where it's yeah, you kind, fuck with yeah. it's so big in and of itself that it's kind of like a middle sequel you know what I mean yeah when I say DLC where it's just like download this DLC to Arkham Knight and you get to fuck Harley Quinn, like weird shit like that, where it's like, yeah, I, don't I don't mean to be <laughs> lewd with that, but it's just like, all of a sudden they're like, Oh, no, Harley Quinn's fair. in this thing. And you can go do that. And like,
0: you know, and it takes like the, two hours, the micro y like weird, like carrot at the end of the second. It's like, Oh, here's like a suit that you can get. Like that's, right. that's never good when it's substantial. And you know, I think, I think the games that you really like merge, uh, you know, re- you really like a good single player narrative experience. You yeah. also like a collectathon. I know that about you. You like that a game is, that has things to get, checks I, to mark. I don't necessarily
1: like that about games. However, that is one of the you're, reasons you're that, I, that I don't play <laughs> a lot of games is because when I play a video game, when I play a game, I want to play it the best that I can. And if there's no other player, there's no one to beat other than the game. So I need to beat the game, which yeah. means get 100% of everything, which leads to me spending, you know, hours, 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 hours and days. You're the only person I know. You're Redemption the only, only flesh
0: and well, that's fucking crazy. You're the only fled like blood, flesh and blood, whatever you have in your body. I am a You're flesh the only and blood. you one of man, these. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that has like all the Riddler trophies and Arkham, Arkham Knight. Yeah, baby. And that one's some bullshit where they're just That's like, you bullshit. wanna drive yeah. the you wanna drive the car for 10 hours? You're like, no, yeah. they're like, oh, sorry. I did, I did it. I did it. I did it. Sorry. And we'll
1: get to this later on in the series, but Assassin's Creed. That is my game series where like yeah. I play every single one of those and I get absolutely fucking everything. And I love that they have made it easier to get everything as the games have gone on because it used to be me running around like crazy collecting feathers and now they're just like well the glitches actually don't count so don't worry about those and i'm like cool
0: great great i'm curious to to see how your opinions uh change or remain the same when you get to like assassin's creed origins that's my that's my next one yeah because you're because you're doing syndicate right now i beat i beat syndicate syndicate Uh, here is good syndicate syndicate's the best
1: Uh, i started playing we're getting on the the video game thing now we're talking about this is the video game talk we're talking video games we'll talk more about assassin's creed i'm sure i i started playing unity and i really liked unity's um uh gameplay as far as like how you could control it there was a lot of really good upgrades to it but the story wasn't there and there wasn't a whole lot of interesting um uh, like game there wasn't a whole lot of interesting like narrative and side missions syndicate sure. takes all of that like amazing gameplay and gives you really cool characters and cool narrative it's not the greatest thing in the world but it's the most excited I've been about playing an assassin's creed game since black flag where I yeah. was like this is something brand new and cool um, I've heard so I've I'm heard excited for it to be yeah. completely like flipped on its head which is what I hear origins does
0: it's, Origins is just, it's very different. I mean, I, I, I've i heard that Syndicate is really good kind of swan, swan song to mechanically the, yeah. sat, the old school Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Quote, unquote, old school. Origins is very much, they're trying to be the Witcher with like a really big loot system. It's really, it's really divisive with some people. Uh, I didn't play, I played a little bit of Origins. Personally, I did not like it that much. Mm-hmm. I played some Odyssey. Which I did like, but that game is like 400 hours long, and I ain't got time for that shit. Yeah, and then yeah. Valhalla looks cool. Yeah, we'll see if I jump into that. And that's just
1: like Assassin's Creed is just like that's probably the one game series that I have kind of like an allegiance to, and it's yeah. random. Like it came out of nowhere. Like because I just got sure. the first, I got like the the first one, and then the Ezio trilogy, like on like a single disc kind of thing. And I was like, oh, let me fuck around with this shit when I got some time. And I was like. Oh, I guess these are kind of fun. You just go around murdering people. And I, I'm i one of those nerds. Like, I read all of the text and stuff that you get because I like the history stuff. And that that's yeah. the thing that really kind of endeared me to the, the the games was, like, all that history stuff and learning about all these different periods. But we'll, we'll get to all that.
0: We'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, the thing about Mario and speaking to, like, the, the idea of collecting, and I think it makes – I think it kind of makes sense – you know game design and, and the legacy of video games are, it's all iterative it all evolves from each other it's it's kind of this like single organism that now has many tendrils but like you know uh, if you look at your love of, of the original super mario brothers like you know it's segmented into levels but you're collecting these stars you're 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 trying to you know conquer these sections of the game and it speaks to and the thing about you know the, the original mario game it's very beatable it's beat a bull to the point where you can now shave off time and, and just do it fast. Absolutely. Um, and that's kind of uh, true of all the Mario games, even the 3D guys. Uh, it's, you know, one of the franchises that has, like, the most, like, speedrunners involved with it across many different games. If you watch Mario 64 speedrunners, it's fucking weird. You know, like, they're just, like, using glitches where it's just like, oh, I went through this wall and then just like, ignored, like, half the game and then I beat Bowser in 12 minutes. You're like, what the, what you do? Um. yeah it's cool it's cool it's the Mario games are great they've always been great and even when they come out with new Mario games it's still like iterative on some level they'll do one little tweak or one little change and it's like and it's great again Um, I want you to get a switch so you can play Mario Maker where they where you have a community who just makes their own Mario levels yeah well my thing with switch too which i think is how i got on that
1: like kind of anti dlc kind of sentiment and stuff like that where it's just like i have a i'm i'm you know i'm not old school in in the cool sense i'm old school in like probably the, it's probably the most conservative aspect to me where i'm like listen i come from a time when a video game was like it's on the cartridge you put it in there that's the story for what it is for lack of a better term, like, and you go. And, like, Switch freaks me out with the whole, like, you can, like, you can take it to go. And I'm like, I don't fucking need that shit. Like, I don't need to, like, take you my game. You didn't video have a Game, game Boy? You not have
0: a Game Boy growing
1: up? Sure. I had a Game Boy growing up. Tough guy? With, with Game Boy games on it. Every game's a Game Boy game and a TV game on oh, the Switch. Oh, that's so fucking millennial. I love it. I'm just saying, man. Yeah. No, you no, want no. To play. And that's 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 kind that's of like the dream.
0: My... That was the. It's just it's crazy. You to say because the dream. You're playing Mario. You're playing Game Boy Color, uh-huh. and then and then you on you're you playing Game Boy Color. You're playing you know Tetris or, or Ninja Turtles right. in the fucking sewers doing whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then you you know you're on the bus. You're playing that. Then you get home. You get on the sixty four. You're like, all right, now I'll play. Now I'm gonna play the big boy shit. Now I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Ocarina of Time. I'm gonna play Star Wars Pod Racer. I'm gonna play Mario sixty four. Yes. But what if you could play those games on the bus?
1: I don't need to play, those play games them on the bus. The
0: ca- it's not that you don't need to. It's now you can. You
1: are, you are correct, sir. It uh, is. It's just,
0: it's just crazy that you have created no, 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 the arbitrary no, no, no no no. Like, no no, no, no.
1: Think about, <laughs> think about it like this. Uh, like, and I, 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 I'm not knocking people that dig that kind of stuff. And I think sure. that this is like. One of the reasons uh, for most of the other movies that we picked, we picked other movies in a similar vein of them because we wanted to have a lot to talk about genre-wise. But for the first episode being Super Mario Brothers, not only did we want to, like, pitch the idea of the show, but Mario has a huge, expansive, like, kind of world into stuff. And we wanted to kind of devote a lot of time to that. And the Switch is one of those things where... I. I'm not knocking anybody who digs that shit. The more shit, the more stuff that you have fun doing, go for it. I liken um, uh, being able like to a werewolf? liken like a werewolf. I liken <laughs> um, being able to play your video game that you can play on your console anywhere that you want. To, uh, like, streaming services like Netflix and stuff, which I have gone on the record before and said I do not like. I do not like that you can just...
0: You have said that shit. I do not (laughs) like
1: that you can have so many movies readily available to you whenever you want because... Not to sound so Scorsese and stuff like this, I don't agree with everything that he just put out in that article, but it does kind of diminish the value subconsciously of what these things are. There's something about owning a copy of a movie. Now you are one of the few people that can use it and gain it whenever you want. There's something about that. I like that anybody can now have access to any movies ever at all times. It's kind of like a double edged, like kind of little dagger for me. But when it comes to like video games, I'm probably even more holy about video games than I am with movies. I, my video game time is I spent money on that console and I spent money on that game and I am going to sit down and just like play this. And like that's kind of like my temple time. And there's something kind of, uh, disgusting to me about the ability (laughs) to be able to take it out into the world and just do like play it whenever you want it's something weird and it's always like kind of pushed me away from the switch and i i feel like that's not going to change with nintendo because i feel like that's the way most consoles are going to go like they want to try and incorporate that kind of aspect into it because it's good to get people to keep playing the faster someone beats a game the faster they'll buy another game right
0: Sure. Well, okay. That's a
1: lot. And it's, that's It's fair. a lot.
0: And it's, it's a lot. also
1: uh, it's also I should go on the record and say not correct.
0: Well, no, it's your opinion and that's totally fine. Right. My opinion is I'm glad that we have kind of moved past the monetary gatekeeping behind owning movies and owning video games that it's becoming by by opting into a program or a service you now have access to a lot more. Mm -hmm. um i think that is only good for the consumer i think those are only good things in my opinion and with the switch um you know the games are still physical if you choose and just because you can take it on the go does not necessarily you know i guess i guess it probably could mean you you could beat certain games faster but i do think one of the interesting things about the switch is that its ability to be this hybrid console kind of changes the design of a lot of the games so when you look at something like Breath of the Wild, like it's, it's probably the longest, in terms of runtime, Zelda game ever made. And what you're doing in that game is that you know, you're going to, dun- to quote-unquote, dungeons. But there's this giant overworld, and you're going to th- these things called shrines most of the time, which are these mini-puzzles. So the thing with the Switch is that you can do a shrine, and then you put the Switch down. You know, like you're on, you know, you're on a bus. It's like, oh, I'm a crush a shrine. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, done, done. Go back, go to fucking work. Do your thing. Um and the cool thing about Mario Odyssey, which is also a Nintendo Switch game, is that it's um, smaller worlds where there's a lot more to do in them, but it's like a lot quicker objectives. So you know, there's not there's sixty or no, there's 120 stars in Mario 64. You can get 900 moons in Mario Odyssey, and you're constantly getting them. So you're, but then as you know, you get to like 500, 600, then it's like starts to slow down, you're like, alright now I have to hit this world again and really fucking look for where this moon's gonna be and really figure it out. So it kinda changes Nintendo's design philosophy around a lot of their games. Um but I think it's cool. And yeah, you know, I like this I, I also I, I get the the idea and, and almost the collector mentality of of owning the thing and savoring the thing like like the sweet dish it was designed to be and i think that's totally fair as well and you know i, I but i do think i think both can coexist totally we'll, we'll see yeah. in the future you know i mean yeah, yeah it's the same thing this... with like movie theaters like i like see i i like being able to watch whatever i want at home but i also like the experience of like sitting in a place and it being the reason i'm there you mm-hmm. know it 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 elicits so much more like bandwidth in your mind to pay attention to the
1: thing. And I think, you know? I think that that's maybe kind of what I'm trying to get at is like when you're kind of sitting down and you're playing a game on your TV, it's, it's, it's in rapid, it's, it's wrapping your entire attention into it. True. Also, immersive. Uh, if what you're saying is, is true, not questioning it, like uh, what you're saying is true. Um, sure. And, uh, If that is so, then uh, a Switch seems to be a really good vessel for putting more and more collectibles into games, which is not good for me.
0: No, it would be bad for you. No, can't do that. (laughs) Like, I have to be very
1: selective about the games that I pick. Like, you you lent me um, Horizon Zero Dawn... A long time ago, and that is my next game up. (laughs) I refuse to play any other game until I play that. And the reason that I am kind of hesitant to do it is because it looks fucking amazing. And I can't wait to dive into it. But I have also looked up online how long it is, and I'm like, (laughs) oh, well,
0: yeah, I mean, for you. For you, I'm probably it's looking be at a like 100
1: game. 120 hours pumped into this yeah, thing, so I'm if you're like, gonna
0: take down all the robo animals. I and stuff. have to, that's the yeah. game.
1: What I just beat the story well, and I stop. <laughs> what is that? <laughs>
0: what that you didn't beat the really game? Cool, ben. I do, I do think you're really gonna like it. It just, I guess, for me, just knowing the way that you ingest games and, and what you enjoy out of games, mm. I'm like, you gotta, I gotta get this kid, yeah, Who's who's 30 something, I gotta mm. get this kid. Breath of the Wild. I gotta get that game in this dude's hands. Yeah, like, I mean, and he that's needs, you know that's the last
1: Zelda game that I haven't played. Zelda is another game I've played all those games, but I haven't yeah. played Breath of the Wild because I'm just like it's on the Switch, and I don't I don't want I, mean, I don't want to get that
0: Switch. I think a, I think a unique thing to this episode of the podcast talking about Mario is that we will not be talking about any other Nintendo games for the rest of the series, unless it comes out like naturally. But there's no to my knowledge uh the only it, what's not on the list and maybe it'll change but uh we won't be covering Detective Pikachu because that was like a little bit of like weird zone cuz like Nintendo publishes uh Pokemon but Game Freak is the developers of it mm. uh and Pokemon's kind of like its own company you know but Detective Detective Pikachu like pretty good mo- movie all things considered definitely like one of the better video game adaptations in the big thing of it but, you know, like, it's crazy that it's crazy that we haven't gotten a Zelda TV show. Uh, I know there were... Recently, it came out that um, when the reports of the Zelda live-action uh, show that was going to be on Netflix leaked, Nintendo just pulled out, because they were burned so bad by Super Mario Brothers, they've been kind of just like, we're not... You know, I'm not going to fuck with this TV shit, unless we... Or movie, TV or movie shit, unless we have, like, complete creative control over it, which is why... Uh, I I know they're not totally making the new Mario movie, but like they're heavily involved with it. And and the story about like I'm sure other people listening to this have heard it. And Mike, maybe you even know as well. But like uh, Bowser's in Wrecked Ralph, which was like huge for that movie. But Nintendo was like apparently really hard to deal with because they're just like you make him bigger. You're like okay, cool, but we design him so he fits in the room. He's like no, he's a big, he's bigger. He's a big boy. Fix fix it. Like we no, you have to fix it. So like you know they. They're very particular and and specific about their characters I mean, and this, stuff you gotta
1: imagine like you know
0: they went through this, and well yeah I, I would imagine that that would happen, yeah, and it apparently they're very polite about this, but you could see by them not doing other things yeah. like it. And, and they' were like oh, I think we're good it's
1: it's something that's gonna come up a lot on this uh series that I'll try not to bring up too much because it's kind of a it's kind of like an end of conversation type thing um i i want to discuss all of these things but um and then we'll get back to super mario brothers mm-hmm. but the thing is is that for me i don't need a legend of zelda adaptation i don't need a super mario ad- i yeah. don't, for most video games i don't need an adaptation of them this is something that we've discussed about the last of us where we're like look I don't need an adaptation of these games. I love these games i will I would rather sit through a nice good twenty five hour slow replay of these guys like in my own time than like watch whatever h b o can do but h b o keeps tacking on the talent on this thing both in front of and behind the camera, and you're like, you know,
0: yeah,
1: I'm pretty interested now like let's see what this is but f- besides like things like you know. I think Mortal Kombat is rife for like some kind of an adaptation. It's got it there's just so little there that you can build onto.
0: And I feel yeah. like that's what they were well, making. Even some of do- the newer games have crazy Mortal Kombat. Like apparently the Mortal Kombat story in the games now is yeah. like kind of crazy exactly. and insane right. and time jumping. But people that's really dig me it, going you know? off of like when the original Mortal
1: Kombat Winky? Yeah. Wink, wink,
0: wink, it's, wink, it's, wink, it's loose it's loose enough where you can really uh, you know you can figure out where to pad it with movie stuff yeah. right yeah
1: and it's um, like I, I don't honestly like a uh, Legend of Zelda TV show or uh, I don't want that like I don't need
0: it like yeah. it, they're not gonna do it right they're not they're not they're not they're not gonna if do they it do right it, if they do it like okay here's my pitch for like a Legend of Zelda show okay you do it like you do it like Samurai Jack sure where it's Link as the central dude, he's a man of few words, really doesn't say much, and he's interacting with all these fun, you know, it's 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 Monster of the Week, though. Mm-hmm. So it's animated, Link's the central dude, doesn't talk much, goes to this village. Everyone's just like, these fucking crazy fucking things are happening here. Can you help us out, Link? And he's like, hell yeah, I got this. 20 minutes, you're in, you're out, he does some crazy shit. Yeah, he's, he's man with no naming. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Right. Um, I think it's interesting, you know, with something like The Last of Us, Because I I generally kind of agree with you, where it's just like, I'd rather kind of just play the game. With something like The Last of Us, it makes a little bit less sense to me, a game that's so cinematic, a game that's so about its narrative, um, it makes less sense to, I think, adapt that, where it makes almost, to me, more sense to adapt something like Mario, because there's not that much story in the game, so it's like, yeah, if you want to do some story... If right. you want to try and tell it's, this thing and make it into a narrative, like that makes more sense. it's to the, me. it's it's right? that happy medium that I'm looking for, where it's
1: like last of us has like a story. It's a cinematic story. only it you're is. interacting with it. And the thing about the last of us is is that your interaction with it is what really makes that game so special. And you're removing, excuse me, you're removing that in in like a thing. Whereas with Super Mario Brothers, there's really nothing there to grab onto, so you really kind of have to build onto everything else. Whereas with Mortal Kombat, there is a very basic premise. There it's, these are a bunch of fighters that all come from different backgrounds. They don't know each other, and they're in this thing called Mortal Kombat. It's a tournament, and it's in all these different places. There's not a whole lot of narrative, but there's something there. Like Super yeah. Mario Brothers, is just Save the Princess. Uh, if you really want to push it, a plumber is in a bunch of lands to try and save a princess from a dinosaur. Like that's not really a story as much as mortal Kombat is like about a bunch of people with a bunch of different powers from different places coming together for this mortal combat. And they're fighting each other to get to the end in a tournament that you can kind of
0: build on and and do stuff. And you make it and you make it about, you know, you, you take a, you make it about the stunts. You make it about the fight yeah. choreography. You you take the you take what what about Mortal Kombat can be fleshed out by movie magic by by the right. what can the medium of the art form do right. for this adaptation? I think with Mario, and I think whatever the new Mario movie that's coming out eventually will be interesting. And I think it's interesting because it's, it's because so much because time has passed and because you know movies some ways largely the same like the fundamentals of telling a story and making a movie are are always will be true but you know what we can do with technology just in terms of animation alone it makes a Mario movie more feasible and even the types of stories that we can tell in animation you know you look at something like Soul uh, criticisms what have you about it aside it's it's telling a really out there theoretical story at times that's really rooted in a lot of like uh more tangible yeah. narratives that we can understand, so with you know with Mario it's kind of like I mean at this point, I'm like, yeah, you could kind of make anything into a movie. It's funny that well you know, sure yeah. we'll see how we'll see, yeah we'll we'll see how this compares to something like Sonic, where you know Sonic does have a narrative that I think you know i'm I'm sure is not exclusively about like these weird animal things fucking, but I know other people think it's that. <laughs> I don't think it's that, but I'm not sure anymore wait what the, but, the uh, what what. <laughs> They, what? They're fucking? I don't think so, but the internet seems to. Well, the internet thinks a lot of things. (laughs) You know, you
1: know the thing about the internet to be careful of, Robbie, is that Jack Kolejewski's on there. The internet. You gotta remember that that Mm. little fucker is snaking around in that internet (laughs) that you're on, and he could be behind anything that you're looking at. Behind every, like, every,
0: just under a rock, just watch.
1: I never click on my Twitter icon without reminding myself that listen Jack <laughs> Kolejewski is in here somewhere there. so you need to be careful um I I welcome I welcome it and this is that that's the thing it's like what narratives you know in like loosely tying this to Super Mario Brothers which is like a movie that there's not a lot of fun stuff to talk about it's more the grander pictures yeah. are the things to talk about the movie sucks uh, Dennis Hopper and yeah. Bob Hoskins are okay in it, just because they're John Leguizamo. They're I think
0: is is good. Uh, sure, if I'm being honest. I think he's doing. I think he's the the best. I, out I of don't. Lunch. I I don't agree, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's good. It, there's. I mean, he's doing really good for a drunk person.
1: When you're, that's very true. Actually, you know what? That kind of <laughs> repaints it. You know? no, it's like when you're dealing with a movie that has so little going on. It's kind of hard to. I feel like I just attach myself to Bob Hoskins and Dennis Hopper because I'm just like I know that I really love their work in other things and that they're just getting wrapped up in this thing. Whereas John Leguizamo is at the start of his career and this movie is is in no way indicative of like what he is as a film personality. Like he's so much different in all of his other stuff. Um, But what I was saying is like the the I the narrative of the last of us video game and the narrative yes. of ocarina of time arguably the greatest game ever made arguably the greatest game ever made you can you can argue it you yes. cannot beat that story and not only can you not beat that story you can't match that story because you can't match the integrity and 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 the oomph put in into playing it and feeling the worth as those narrative beats hit. You're never going to be able to do that. So if you can't match the story and you can't beat it, all you can do is tell a different version of it. And I think that a lot of video games don't allow for a different version of their main stories that don't also involve that inclusive nature of being able to also play it. You know, like I never thought that they could beat Ocarina of Time and I'm not saying that Wind Waker is a better game than Ocarina of Time, but it completely it's damn good. fucks it's up damn good what game. Ocarina of Time is. It's the same with Majora's Mask. Like those, that trilogy of games that are technically a trilogy and connected, are just like bonkersly different from each other, but also so special on their own. Ocarina of Time is a what's what's the term like like a plus? What it? What's it, what? How do they? How do they score games?
0: Boy. Well, it depends on the outlet.
1: What? What's your favorite outlet?
0: Uh, I, I would. I, I I go to IGN for a lot of my news. So I, I would say it's a ten. I think they gave it a ten. It's so a ten. It's ten out of ten. It's ten. Yeah.
1: You know, and it's, it's uh, 10. and and Majora's Mask is is uh, is an eight, and
0: Windwalker's a nine. Right? Does that make sense? That kind of Wind Wake. Wind Waker, and like Wind Waker. Uh, it, it depends. I mean, be, when when you're so with those games specifically that you're talking about. I think when you get so removed from it, it, it becomes even more like you know, like uh you look at it like a movie like Citizen Kane, when it comes out, you have some people being like, It's really great, it's impactful. I'm very critical on that for this reason. But now so much time has passed, Citizen Kane marinating in film stoicism and film criticism, you know, to, to watch Citizen Kane and be like, Yeah, it was all right. We'd kinda of be like, Are you fucking idiot? I think with, you know, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Waker, not quite to the levels of Susan Kane in that example, but I do think, you know, with so much time removed and seeing what their legacy was in the greater evolution of game design, um, you know, to me, they're straight tense. You know, you look at... Because, like, everything that's featured in those games, you see having inspired so many other games coming from it. You know, you, you have... Legend of Zelda and you know it's essentially an extension of what dungeon crawlers were and it's kind of and it's an adventure game and it's a little bit you know it's not an RPG in terms of like stat building and stuff like that but you know it's you're playing as this character who's like you know doesn't really say much so it's a it's an avatar for yourself to engage in this world and then even mechanically like you know it, it, Ocarina of Time brought in a targeting system uh, which you can really see uh, in like games like Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and basically all the From Software games, where you know they're all about like targeting an enemy, strafing around them. The games become very different after that. But there's a lot of like kind of core elements there, you know. Um, and then Zelda's really cool because for the longest time it was just like you get to a dungeon, you get an item, and now you can really engage with the dungeon with all the puzzles and stuff like that. And it feels good when you're solving the puzzles, yeah. which I've um, always
1: like. I've always referred to as the Metroid complex
0: and correct me if i'm
1: wrong i think that metroid is like one of the first games to really do that where it was you you get these power-ups <clears throat> as you go along yeah. in the game that allow you to access other parts of the game that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but where they're like yeah. obviously you can get through this like this room of fire but like as soon as you jump into it it's like ooh,
0: ooh, yeah. ooh. you got to get the suit so over
1: there before you can go yeah. through it
0: and the way the game is teaching you, it's like, you can't go here yet, so you will die. Yeah. And, and yeah, Metroid has inspired a whole genre of games called Metroidvanias, which is when you take Metroid and Castlevania. Um, even though it's weird, because Castlevania wasn't always like Metroid until, really, Symphony of the Night. Yes. Symphony of the Night is very much like Metroid. Yeah. Um, but that's what people call it, is Metroidvanias. But then that inspired games like Hollow Knight and Steamroll Dig mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other Metroid games. Metroid was
1: another one of those games that's just, like, when I got the Wii, I played the uh, Metroid Prime oh, games. games good. God, fuck, those games yeah. are so fucking good. I actually, yeah. when I got my cat, Jack, uh, he was a kitten. When I first got yeah. him, I was playing Prime, and he would, like, rest in my in my little lap as I would... Uh, drink beer, milk. eat nachos, and play Metroid Prime into the nights. <laughs> that that was our yes. We connected.
0: Yes, Metroid Prime is good, man. Uh, and that's another that's another property where it's just like I could see that being. That's a movie. You can something you can that could be a movie. There's
1: there's just so little story going on there. Even, but there's a even lot of the lore. Nord. There's so there's much so much lore. Lore. That's the thing, yeah. you know. And I think that's yeah. bringing it back to Super Mario Brothers for a moment since the name of the episode is super Mario brothers, I feel like it's good to that's maybe what people. That's what people are here. It's from. good to maybe tap out every, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes and go back to super Mario. <laughs> brothers. It's like, that's one of the things where it's like, I feel like the fact that only the first three movies, which the, the second super Mario brothers is barely a super Mario brothers game. You know what I mean? Like it's, was isn't there the whole conflict that it was like actually another game that they just like rebranded yeah, and that like they, tossed some shit yeah, on? Yeah,
0: I, I think that's Mario, I think that's Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah. yeah, where it, yeah, and then there's like there's Super Mario Brothers 3 is actually Super Mario Brothers 2 or some weird yeah, yeah, shit yeah, yeah, like yeah. that.
1: And yeah. then the, and then Super Mario uh, World, which these are like you know, uh, one, three, and world, those are like your big classic Super Mario games that are never yeah. usurped until Mario 64 happens years after the release of this movie. So I think it is kind of to the detriment of the movie in kind of what we're talking about, where there's not a whole lot of lore to grab onto, to like use. And you would think that that would allow you to kind of like, well, you can kind of do whatever you want. And they did. And it's really fucking weird. It's like uncomfortable. Like when, I mean, when, when they're like toad, you're like, what? (laughs) <laughs> and you're like yeah. wait what and then they're, or even you know, like, when they're
0: like and like the bomb bomb has Reebok sneakers and is yeah. and is a thing it's just like why are you choosing now to use this as a reference yeah. in this yeah. and it's also weird for, for me to watch it because like I know so much about the games and you know at this point they're half, half the games that exist now did not exist then no. so like so like I, that's why I, I kept trying to keep this in mind as I'm watching it not to make the movie better but just to kind of be like this is when the movie's coming out this is why everyone knows about it like you know they don't know they don't know what i know now but you know it, it it's it's still watching it. it's just like what the fuck it, it really made me feel like maybe this is to its benefit i don't know it reminded me of like going to like chuck e cheese or like um 90s birthday parties when i was a kid there was just something about the world of that aesthetic that just felt like in the back in like something percolating in the back of my brain it's just like it just felt like the grungy 90s nickelodeon weird shit that i liked and part of that i really do like about this movie it's like when they're falling in like at first i like at first before you realize it's it's fungus i'm like why is there this earwax yeah on every <laughs> everything but then part of me was just like i also love this yeah like i love it because it's disgusting it's and it's, weird. The, it's it's <laughs>
1: very it, it's steeped in like early yeah. 90s kind of like aesthetics and like what they think yeah. a movie is supposed to be, where they're just the movie's like, movie's not even colorful. No. It's crazy. It's insane. Like why? It's insane. <laughs> and it's, why? Uh, I mean, I will say, I do, li- I do dig their costumes like when they finally get them, where I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. They pull them from some lockers and they look pretty neat, but it like, none of it like matches up. And I think that's something that we're gonna talk about a lot in this series too, as we're talking about these different movies where you're just like, look, I like some of these choices. But a lot of these choices don't match up with other choices. And that's because, specifically in this one, these choices are being made by, like, fucking 15 different people that aren't talking to each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's weird. You know, like, you watch them, like uh, Detective Pikachu, and there's a scene in the beginning of the movie where, like, they're just doing... It's so good. It's, like, one of the best scenes in the movie is at the beginning. And, like, they're doing, like, they're trying to catch Pokemon. Yeah. And you're just like, I've always wanted to see what this would look like outside of the way I did it in the game, which is like, you know, it's top down. I'm basically a pixel with eyeballs. I'm walking up to what is a bush. And then it opens up this whole separate screen. And then, and then I'm engaging with the gameplay in that way in this RPG game. But you know, you never really got to see it fully realized in live action. And it's, I mean, you would see it in the cartoon, right? But seeing it just in real life like that rendered really well, like it was cool and they made it funny and it was, and it was cool. And like, I feel like in the Pokemon in that in that scene in Detective Pikachu, in that at least that one scene, they really capture what the game feels like to play. And I think the hard thing with video game adaptations is how do you capture the joy and satisfaction of playing a game in a medium where there's not really any engagement besides, you know, I, you know, the engagement is watching. It's a passive experience, you know. And, you know, part of the joy, like, the reason why, like, Ocarina of Time on paper, if you take what the story of Ocarina of Time and put it on paper, it's like, it's cool. It's not really anything that special. Like, you know, it's not like a three-act structured story. It doesn't really have characters. But when you're engaging with the game... You're like, oh my god! I can't wait to go to this next temple. I can't wait to go to this next thing. I can't wait to get this ability. I can't wait to get this, and it's constantly delighting you because you're engaging the game, and you as the player want to be like, I want to do, I want to see what's next. I want to, I want to see, I want to go I to what's next. Want the to movie. be
1: the very best, like no one was the best before. one ever yeah.
0: was. I think we have. To, wait, I want to be the very best, like no like one ever, ever was. was. That's what I said. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Check the tape on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and like, so how does a game like capture that? And like, obviously, like this movie does not capture any of the joy of the Mario games. It doesn't feel like you know. But then, but, but in that in that sense, how could it? Like, how do you how do you capture that essence? Even the, the Sonic movie. You know the Sonic movie is not all that different from this. It's it's this done on a way better level, but it's like absolutely. All right, I, we're making we're making. A I Sonic.
1: love the new Sonic movie. I think that's how you the do Sonic, this. Shit. I think it's
0: cool. I think it's cool. I think I I agree. But it's like it's them trying to be like, all right, how do we shove this game concept into Hollywood kind of like narrative right. structure? And and they, they also, and they do it. They do. This, it, you and
1: know? Sonic has the they know that this kind of like world building works. They know that they can take their time because they know that they can get a sequel to get to the tails and knuckles stuff. Yeah. Like all they have to do is the basic bare bone shit. It's a hedgehog, Doctor Robotnik, put some ring stuff yeah. in there, maybe get a couple other things and just let everything else ride.
0: But that movie, the Sonic movie, is all about like, you know, character. Like it's like, you know, they make they make Sonic super empathetic in the beginning of the movie. Like he loses he loses his family structure. He becomes isolated. He becomes a voyeur into human life, and he and he is just this watcher, this alien who wants yeah. to find someone to fucking talk his to. Wife, his know? wife, his wife like, and
1: son get like murdered and crucified. They get murdered in cold blood. Yeah. And he like cries and mm-hmm. like and kisses their feet and spit like kind of rings off while music's going like yeah. And then he gets carried to like Rome where the gladiator thing is all going on. And that's when he gets all suited up and stuff like that. And he starts fighting all again. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. The movie. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Starring Russell Crowe.
0: Does he play Sonic? He does. That's his character's name. Yeah. It's a role that he was Um, born to play. Born to play the Sonic the Hedgehog. Ben Schwartz is very good at Sonic. He is. He's very
1: good. I and mean, of can course, you, can anyone do a Sonic? Maybe I don't know. This uh, Larry King can. Uh, that's that's what I mean. Is like Larry uh, King.
0: Larry King, the second best Sonic, e- ever. easily. You know, a tight, easily. a tight second, a tight second. May he, may he, finally rest. <laughs> Going so he fast, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> nobody cares about uh, me. <laughs> nobody cares about. Nobody cares about me. <laughs> um yeah i think I think what they do to moviefy Sonic, you know and i I mean, like I think the Sonic movie is cool i, I don't think it's too too special of a movie, but I do mm-hmm. think it's like you know we, we're gonna get to this point with these video game adaptations where it's like is it competent or is it a train wreck you sure. know and I, then, I think and that then we'll get to the point it's like is it beyond that's this, where you know? video
1: game movies really are right now, and I think that's the big conversation going on right now with the new Mortal Kombat adaptation about yeah. the drop where it's just like the bar is so low um, that you just need to be yes. competent to be successful and Sonic the Hedgehog is very much a competent movie. It's competent. And I would movie. go so far as to say yeah. like it's just like an enjoyable ride and I think yeah. it's because it's one of the first um, it's one of the first adaptations that's written by adults who grew up with the characters that they're writing about and they're not trying to make them adult. They're going, how did, how did Sonic the Hedgehog make me feel when I was 10? And I want to make other 10 year olds feel like that while also servicing, you know, the other 35 year olds out there that, that, that want to enjoy Sonic. And I think that that's a way to go with it, where it's like with super Mario brothers, like this is very much trying to like,
0: coolify
1: Super Mario Bros and like it make something, it something yeah. other than it is
0: or <laughs> they're trying to make it they're trying to make it make sense right mm. like they're, they're in, in what they think at, is logic and that's yeah. what I think
1: is the most interesting thing is like their way of making it make sense is not to try and rationalize what's going on it's to go okay so how do we make this make sense well what if it's taking place in an alternate reality great Let's make everything, like, start piecing everything else together in that. They're skipping the part that actually connects the alternate reality stuff. Like, we're never given any of that in anything. Like, in the video games, do we ever ever see Mario in the real world? I don't think so, right? Because there is no real world in Mario. Like, that's
0: where he lives. He lives in this weird fucking place. It's funny because in Mario Odyssey, he does go to a place called New Donk City. Um, and it's not X. supposed to be the <laughs> real world it's called i swear i am not making it up it is called new dog city it is a city level in mario odyssey so the and but it's not supposed to be the real world like but it's funny because it's he, like the ki- people with these, are like, like
1: real people right and he's they're people i've seen i've seen that nightmare. so it's just
0: kind of like weird it's it is weird but that level is so cool because it's like you know, it's a 3D Mario game, so he's super athletic and acrobatic, and it's a city, so like you know, everything can really be fucked with, and like you know, it's 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 one of the best levels in any of the Mario games. It's very cool, but it is always a nightmare when you see just like this business you, guy who is did you normal portion. <laughs> did you ever watch
1: the Super Mario cartoon? I sent you the
0: credits. Is that what you sent, I sent me? You the, the credits. The, I, I never. I don't think I ever watched it maybe did, at a friend's house i could have seen Did you watch a bit until the end of
1: that credits so like did you watch that whole thing where the I thought so. where the TV sponsor like the the TV production company's name comes up
0: No what is it called
1: It's D I C No And it, it's called Dick. It it comes up <laughs> and it's I remember as a kid it used to be the funniest thing cuz DIC would show up like huge and then they would pronounce like a child would say how it's pronounced because they knew that kids just be like dick
0: yeah it's not
1: pronounced <laughs> dick and i swear to god i have i have heard that child say how it's actually pronounced and i still can't remember it because every time i look at it i'm like dick it's it's you it is it, dick it, it yeah. will always be be forever dick. and never dick Dick.
0: I think it's something like dies. <laughs> like they try and do Dece. something Dece nuts. Um, that's great. So, that show was a was a mix though, because it was like there was a live action Mario part, and then yeah, it was, yeah, it, it, was, it was mainly Mario. cartoon.
1: But every now and then, you know, they have like the host be like this like nightmarish Mario, Mario where he's just like. <laughs> I'm the guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the guy the that's trick. friends with your
0: mom. Don't tell your dad about me. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. He he did look he looked like uh was it Ron Jeremy, but he does. He does Mario, very much, yeah. yeah. Sex icon, John Ron discussed. Jeremy. Playing playing Mr. Mario. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll i I'm excited for what a future Mario movie could be. Um And, you know, one of the things I really like, I think the thing I like kind of like the most about the Sonic movie, and I kind of wish they spent more time there, even though I understand why they didn't, but just uh, seeing what the Green Hill Zone world looked like in the beginning of the movie I thought was really cool, and I was like, oh, I kind of wish this was the movie, because, like, you know, when they have Sonic engaging with humans and doing stuff like that, I'm like, I get that the movie kind of has to be this, but, like, I just would have watched an animated Sonic movie that's in this world, yeah. you know, where, you know, he has to fight a fucking bird or something. And I think in the second one, you'll get a little bit more like of that. I feel like that's, how you, more that's how you naturally get there without
1: having to rush Robotnik and who he is and why he's there. I sure. feel like that's where they're going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what future Mario movies look like. I don't know. Well, Robert, you got anything else to say about Super Mario Brothers, the movie? I mean, we're... No, uh, I'm trying to thing. see because like I remember. A, yeah. yeah, I was for a minute. I was like, "Is this is this a Mario multiverse? And is this Mario movie canon?" Um, I asked myself that question. Technically, uh, the Mario
1: Mario joke is now canon. Mm-hmm. That his name is Mario
0: Mario. The Mario Mario that is true. His name is Mario Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a while I thought. Before the movie revealed that the the person in the egg that was dropped off at the church was uh, Daisy, oh. I was like, "Oh, that's Bowser." Oh. And I was like, "Oh, Bowser is Bowser baptized?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> I man. was just like, I was like, in this world is Bowser like you know he, he's a monstrosity you know birthed without original sin in the house of God, and then I realized it was Daisy, and I'm like, well that, that joke's gone. Isn't it um, weird that they like they have Princess Daisy?"
1: Who is Super Mario Brothers Two? Uh, yeah. So I guess there's
0: that. Um, well, I think pa- I think Paulina is who the original Peach is, and then you then there is, is a Paulina character later in the movies or in the games. I'm sorry.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. How sure. the fuck is she supposed to be Peach? That doesn't make any sense. I
0: don't know. What is Peach's? Are I'm P- talking to my computer are P- audience.
1: Are Peach and Daisy sisters?
0: Uh, maybe because they can't. So she, they she can't. just print? Oh, so I guess she's just Princess Toadstool. Hold on, let me who Peach? Yeah, she's Princess Toadstool. Yeah, well, she's yeah, is Peach in Donkey Kong?
1: Oh, you're looking up that.
0: Oh, yeah. she is, she is Paul, she is Paulina from Pauline herself or in Game and Watch Gallery. Blah, 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 blah. This, she doesn't appear in the games classical. This is fucking weird. This is it's confusing. Great audio right now. This is good. Sorry. No no no, you're good. And then and then finally is Daisy uh-huh. and Peach yes. Sisters. Is is they sisters. While well, prima guides for Mario Kart Double Dash and Mario Kart Wii state that Daisy is Peach's cousin, Nintendo has mm. never confirmed this to be true. Oh, okay. The two have very close and sister-like relationship. Peach and Daisy <laughs> share the heart item in Mario Kart Double Dash and the flower orb in Mario Party. Center. So they're, so they're kind of like us. We have a sister-like relationship. We're like sisters. <laughs> sure, I would say I they're that. very. Okay. I would say we are the we are the Peach and Daisy okay, story. Sure. I
1: mean. that's fine.
0: Put it on a So business me card. and I you could meet
1: two people that were related and we could both marry them and it'd be fine.
0: If anything, it'd be better because we could probably see each other in more family events. I mean, that's probably great. Yeah. Peach and Daisy I would, I have a sister-like
1: that. relationship. They'd love to be family one day.
0: Yes. You know? and I think you and I feel very similar. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like uh, that's a Jane Austen. That's a Jane Austen story right there. Like, that's perfect.
0: Okay. Boom. Good, good for them. Um uh I also I also thought it was weird that the city reminded me so much of like Gotham City in the Tim Burton movies. It's got that, it's got like blade it has blade a runner of like a, kind of stuff, yeah. It is kind of blade runner, it's not as good as either. Like it's it doesn't quite get because mm-hmm. I think it's in a fa- they shoot it in a factory and they cover it with schmutz. Yeah,
1: and it they're like it's um, an entire city, and I'm like, yo, this looks like a fucking room.
0: This, this looks is like a big room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, and then uh, there's not really much because, like, you know, you want to dive into why the movie's fucking insane. It does it for you. There's not really much to, you know, you want to talk about how the thing does de- evolution. It's like I, you just, you know, that's what it does.
1: I do like it's the noise good. though. It's weird Evolve. Devolve. Evolve. Cretaceous. It has
0: an eve It has an evolve. Of course button. it does. And I'm like, how come everyone? Because they got to
1: make that. Spike uh, smart towards the end, and then he can make all his jokes like, so. ooh, indubitably. Oh, where he starts talking like Mike Burge, using all his fancy three dollar words.
0: Yeah, well, we we evolved you from the from the ooze a long time no, ago. No, I had to get
1: de-evolved. They were like, "Yo, dude." Oh, oh, I'm. They sorry. were like, "Yo, dude." People people don't like it when you use seven syllable words. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Nobody thinks you're cool. And I'm just like, well, that just sounds very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my
0: um, uh, SAT card away. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. You want okay, I did very bad on the SATs because I was me too hi i just am a bad student or i was i think now i would be a good student if i were to i mean i'm also school. stupid
1: but i was definitely high when i took my SATs, so i can not gonna put help. that on the record yeah, and be like well that's why and that's why i also because yeah, oh, yeah, that's why i won't retake them because <laughs> i have to live by the real. lie i can't i can't like knock the lie I don't think we have to Um, retake them for any reason. Super Mario Brothers 1993 is not a good movie, but I do think that it is a fun movie. I think that it is fun to watch. Uh, Not something that you want to watch over and over and over again, but I think that, especially given the context that it is technically the first video game adaptation movie, you know, it's not Wizards or... Last Starfighter. It's not these, uh, you know these these movies that are based off of playing video games and video game culture. Yeah, but it is like the first adaptation. It's kind of interesting that, as I said at the very beginning of the episode, like it's interesting that all of the problems that we see even today with adapting video games, or even to the extent of like adapting source materials into a different medium, um, it does all the same. Things and sometimes it works
0: and sometimes it doesn't. But I think in Super Mario Brothers, for the most part, it really doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And it's crazy when, like, you know, at the time of this recording, the, the and probably for the next recordings until we die, the biggest franchise in the world is an, an adapted, is something that's adapted from a different medium. You know, like the MCU is is huge, and it's and it's all you know adapted, and it does adaptation so well mm. um and it does this idea of remixing and taking something and trying to like you know trying to surprise and delight but also meet the expectations of the fans of its source material you know like you want to see what they you know you want to see vision do something different than he did in the comics but also similar and it has to be cool <laughs> You know, yep. like you, you want to see Spider, you want to see a Spider-Man movie that reminds you of a, fir- of a few different story threads from the comics, but also surprises you and is also cool. And, uh, MCU for the most part really delivers on those things by giving you something that feels like you're nostalgic for it, but it surprises you with how they change it. And it usually looks pretty fucking cool, you know? Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, It's MCU, the MCU
1: has done the thing that everybody wants to do, which is make 10 of these things and make them all work and make them all successful. Because then after that, you can fucking do whatever you want and change the rules. They can do whatever they want now with any Marvel character. And they can just be like, no, 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 it's not an adaptation of that character. It's who they are in this universe. And they're building that out even more. With, you know, this this phase two of everything, as I like to call
0: it. Yeah. I'm uh have I have a running theory for what they're gonna do with a character in WandaVision. Maybe we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. You can't talk about WandaVision ever. No no no. Do not talk
1: about WandaVision ever. Ever. No 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 no. You can't no 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 Can we please fucking wait? Can we just wait a couple fucking days if we're talking about it? I should be allowed Absolutely to sign not. on to my social media app without having things spoiled for me. You got to be careful, man. You can mute, you can mute the phrases. No, you no, can't. Mm. I shouldn't have to mute my access to the world to allow you to do whatever you want. No, 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 no. That means yes. you get to do whatever you want, but I don't. I don't like that shit.
0: Well, Robbie, yeah, this movie sucks ass. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> me today. <laughs> thank you for letting me be um, here. Next up, uh, is it? I believe so. Is it dun 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 dun? dun?
1: It's Mortal Kombat, right? we're gonna cover (laughs) we're gonna cover Mortal Kombat we're gonna talk about the Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat film adaptation from the 90s Uh, we're also gonna be touching on Annihilation and I do think that by the time the next episode comes out um, the new Mortal Kombat would have hit uh, so I think so. if that does happen, we will include that. Or we can that. make it. We can make it be. So. We can make it be so. Maybe we'll swap them. Yes. What would be the swap
0: sure. if if we had to wait a month? What's, what's uh, the third one? If we if we had to swap it, It'd be Tomb Raider. Oh. So it might be Mortal Kombat or Tomb Raider. Stay tuned. We're gonna find out.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like that's a good idea. Like if if we're so close to Mortal Kombat, because we're doing it Mortal Kombat Tomb Raider, because that's the that's the order that they were released in. Um, but if it makes more sense, like, oh, if we just wait one more month, we can talk about the new Mortal Kombat 2. We'll just swap them real quick. Yeah.
0: And Mortal Kombat and Tomb Raider, I think, are fairly close. Let's look it up close right now. Close. Why are we yeah. acting like we don't Why have Why are the we internet? pretending like we don't have the. I'm ability. just nervous to go on the internet because I fucking
1: know Jack is on here. And I'm just like. I don't want to. You
0: might get you. I don't want to fucking... bump into him. Uh, no. Uh,
1: Yeah, so we're going to be talking about. One of those two movies coming up, uh, either the the nineteen ninety five hit Mortal Kombat, as well as Annihilation, or uh, we are going to be talking about Tomb Raider. But I'm going to find that out right now because yeah, when does the new Mortal, Mortal Kombat twenty twenty one comes out April sixteenth? So we are going to be talking about Tomb Raider because this comes okay. out on April first. Gotcha. Um, so we're going to talk about Tomb Raider next, and then we're going to wait, and then we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat, both the 90s movies and the new one that just came out. Uh, I'm pretty psyched to talk about those ones because Mortal Kombat has a big, uh, big piece of my heart, and uh, that actually makes me kind of nervous because I did definitely want to replay one of the Tomb Raider movies before we talked about. Uh, Tomb Raider. replay
0: one of the movies or the games,
1: the games. I wanted to replay one of the games, yeah. so I'm going to try and. Have you played any that.
0: of the new ones?
1: I have not. Mm. Do you recommend?
0: Hmm. The so I would recommend there's the first. There's two I have not them, really right? played the first. There's three. It's a trilogy. Jesus Christ! Are they already. Sorry yeah. about that. God, I didn't mean. Uh. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Jesus. Sorry.
1: No, God. Uh, you apologize to God. You don't apologize to chump, Jesus. Not his, Jesus chump, is dead. his chump
0: younger brother. <laughs> uh, the second one I think is the best out of the three. But the first one is, talking to is what right the movie. Now? You think that I can just play the second installment in a trilogy? All willy I know, nilly. I know. Well, you should play one and two. And the third one, a lot of people like. I couldn't get into it, but maybe you will. Shit. All right now that this has been boosted at up. least at least one at least one because one and the movie are very similar okay
1: fuck the the new movie
0: yes yeah. yes thought
1: i was gonna have a couple months before this tomb raider shit uh yeah, all right
0: yeah. well i haven't i haven't played any of the og tomb raiders and i i'm gonna be honest i do not plan on it i might watch some videos to like, i highly like, recommend watch i highly recommend
1: that first uh tomb raider
0: yeah, tomb see. raider
1: 2 is the best one which i think is always the thing that kind of happens with these things like oh they try it out it well, they becomes big it they get yeah. a little bit more money yeah. and they figure it out but that for first sure. tomb raider is just like oh oh you're you're right back in
0: there oh. you're right back in there
1: you know to the year I'll, that you try were and born
0: do, i'll try and do some research <laughs>
1: um but thank you guys for listening uh if you're listening to this and you are You are an exclusive content uh, member. We thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Helps us pay the bills. Helps us do some really fun stuff. Um, Be on the lookout. Uh, Later on this week, we are going to be uh, posting a bunch of cool stuff on our social media about giving away a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, It doesn't matter where you are in the country. We're going to be mailing some cool stuff out to all of the winners. So keep your eyes out for that. And um, Robbie,
0: thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I look I am very excited to keep talking games and movies. I'm excited here. about this
1: too. You uh, you you blossomed like a little flower on this episode I think. Like you you <laughs> you really uh, you really just like kind of opened up and and just started I feel talking like about all that I, dorky I, I was, shit that you're always
0: kind of bottling up. I do love that dorky shit. I, I worry, though, because I, I feel like sometimes it's, like, too much game information, and it's hard for me to get it out of my mouth in a way that makes sense. No, no, no. I,
1: I think we went a little off tangent on this one, but, you know, we, we're we getting a lot of video game uh, theology yeah. out. Like, we're, we're trying to talk I imagine about
0: the it. other episodes will be more focused we'll see
1: that's your promise not mine I'm, like, yeah, I'm, that's, mine. <laughs> I'm out now. That's a that's
0: good need me to dig myself in that hole alright alright
1: <laughs> so guys uh, we'll check you out next time with uh, Tomb Raider dropping April 1st uh, we'll see you there Peace. what's a good Tomb Raider sound effect
0: kapow boom 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 she, shoot, she shoots
1: pew, pew. Angelina Jolie what what the f unless she a oh. vicander,
0: she looks nothing like what Angelina. Angelina? What what no, but maybe that's good. I don't know.
1: I'm a Chukabo.
0: Great. How's it I forgot. He, How's I forgot the chocobo says that every Cho- time. Chocobo. Ch- I'm pretty sure it's chocobo. Because it's C H O C O. I'm gonna keep it the way Dash. I Obo. Yeah, it's fine. All right, I good. think it's chocobo. Well, all right. We got all that out of the way. It's very excited to see what you uh, piece together out of this. Great.